You're listening to Tricks of the Trade. Great events don't just happen, and they don't have to break the budget. Find out how right now on Tricks of the Trade with Stephanie Chavez, sponsored by The Trade Group, premier event production for exhibits that draw a crowd. Have a successful event every time. Here's your host, Stephanie Chavez. Thank you for joining us today. This is Stephanie Chavez with Tricks of the Trade. And today I have a new guest with us, uh, Costas Barcarados. Mm-hmm. If I said that right. Yes. So thank you for joining us, Costas. So um, you're relatively new to the trade group, uh, but you've been um, in the industry for a very long time. Tell us a little bit about yourself. I've been in the industry for about 30 years right now. Um, started as an automotive designer, oh, industrial wow. designer. Uh-huh. Um, did some product design in New York, and then I fell into the exhibit world mm-hmm. and uh, been in it since. Um, worked in museums, interiors, events, um, activations, pop-up stores. You name it, you've done it. It's been, it's been quite a ride. Yeah. So what is the role that you play? Uh, my role with the trade group is right now uh, that of a creative director, but I'm managing the design staff, kind of uh, managing our capacity, providing creative direction, um, some problem solving, meeting with clients, um, developing their stories and mm-hmm. their campaigns and uh, possibly some experiential as well. Absolutely. It's all about the experience. So how has the trade show and event design industry changed over the years? I, we keep hearing that experiential buzzword. Mm-hmm. So how, how have you seen it change over the years? Well, I think through the, over the years, architecture has kind of taken a, a second backseat, mm-hmm. uh, if you will, to the narrative and the overall story. Um, you know, obviously the experience part of it and developing and, and activating the brand is, is really what experience was all about. Um, you know, you've heard the, the old cliche about a picture's worth a thousand words, but a great story is worth a thousand pictures. You know, I think the, the experiential part is just, it's, it's here to stay. It's not going anywhere. It's only growing. Right. I actually read something the other day that said, um, especially the millennial generation, they would rather spend money on experiences than things. And I thought that was very telling about where we're going. It's true. So what is that that buzzword experiential? What does it actually mean? Um, It's it's really live interactive experiences. Mm -hmm. You know, it's affecting the senses of the audience. It's uh, leaving that lasting impression. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, especially in the trade show world um, where you're competing against hundreds of others on the trade show floor, you want to make sure that you provide an experience that activates the brand, tells your story. But at the same time, when people walk away, they remember you and not everybody else. Um, it, it's, it's really experiential is more of the art of fishing than the actual fish itself. Mm-hmm. And I know you. we were talking the other day, you said it really a good experiential activation touches all five of your senses. Mm -hmm. Uh, Can you kind of give some examples of some things that you've seen that do that? Yeah, I mean, you know, the immediate thought, of course, is, you know, Disney or Universal when you Mm -hmm. go into some sort of a immersive ride and experience where it's captivating. Not only does it, you know, affect your sight, but your hearing, your your smell, you know, possibly uh, feeling different things. So you feel like, you know, it's playing with your your mind. It makes Mm -hmm. you feel like you're in this environment. Yeah. Yeah. We did the Harry Potter uh, adventure at uh, Universal and that played to my nauseous sense. 
But but it's not always digital, right? Right. I mean, you could have some physical uh, mm-hmm. experiences. You know, you could you could have a. Uh, I mean, games are still very popular. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you could have some sort of an interactive thing where you're opening up compartments to learn about a specific thing mm-hmm. that that company's doing or whatever. Yeah, that's a great idea. Parting with a home that you've loved, growing into the next phase of your life. Trust the team at Jeannie Martin Real Estate to handle the details of your situation with tender, loving care. The Martin team is your home connection, North Central Texas. M-A-R-T-E-N-Team.com. Go to martinteam.com today. How do you go about, what is the process uh, when a client comes to you and says, you know, we really want to make an experiential um, activation what is what are the steps that you have to go through with that client to understand and and develop something like that? Well, I mean, anytime somebody asks me, you know, and I've had this where people go, well, "What can you do to help mm-hmm. me?" Well, the answer is nothing. I, if I don't know who you are and what your company's all about, and um, you know your products and services, um, you know, I need that deep dive in mm-hmm. order to be able to help someone. And that's really part of that co-creation process that I've talked about before, mm-hmm. where we need to sit down and really, truly understand who you are, what makes you tick. You know, and when I say you, meaning the company, um, your products, you know, what, why are they better and different? And, you know, so we start to connect the dots and really start to develop that narrative. Okay. Yep. So I know when we were uh, meeting the other day, you had shared some really cool activations. And, you know, you don't really necessarily have to have a ton of money and a huge exhibit area in order to have an activation, an experiential, um, you know, anything from a 10 by 20 you were sharing uh, mm-hmm. as, all the way up to an 80 by 80. So um, let's talk about that one that was the 10 by 20. Give me some information on on what you were able to do in a small space. Yeah, I think the 10 by 20 you're referring to was aka the butterfly booth. I was involved with a, a company that was really transforming itself, totally uh, rebrand, new direction, new look and feel. Um, you know, I believe we had a, a butterfly as part of the, uh, the brand. Uh-huh. So we, we kind of came up with this back wall that was a habitat of, you know, with live butterflies. But the other tie-in was that we, we were very instrumental in helping. We wanted to help uh, a little more benevolent with regards to helping the Make-A-Wish Foundation. So we kind of tied everything together. We integrated the whole look and feel we were uh, taking donations to the Make-A-Wish as well, mm-hmm. and we were giving away these uh, really cool triangular boxes with dormant butterflies in there where people can take them outside, and once the sun hits it, it actually comes alive oh, wow. and flies away so you can make a wish. So the whole thing was all about total integration, mm-hmm. making it relevant to your message, and uh, at the end of the day, we created a buzz on the floor and a really cool experience. No pun intended. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So uh, there was another one that I thought was really interesting, and it was in a 20 by 20, if I remember correctly, and it was something about jellyfish. Yes, this was a um, an energy company that mm-hmm. came to us, and uh, again, they were in the process of really uh, reinventing their mm-hmm. messaging, uh, and the theme was all about, you know, their big selling story is being very efficient in the oil fields mm-hmm. and on the oil. So we, we kind of did some research and we found that jellyfish are considered to be some of the most efficient creatures on planet earth. So 
we thought it would be kind of cool and a really cool draw to have that in the middle of the exhibit. Absolutely. Where, again, it ties in the whole story. And it was very successful, won numerous awards, and, of course, the return on investment was off the charts. So it was great. Well, it was a big draw because people wanted to see. And didn't you guys feed the... The jellyfish as well? Yeah, we found out that people were coming back and forth, revisiting the booth multiple times uh-huh. uh, over the day to just to see us feeding these uh, the jellyfish, yeah. which we ended up kind of having a, a feeding schedule for people. Yeah. So to me, that's really the coolest thing. You know, not only did it draw people in, but it brought them back time and time again. And it was something that also tied into the message mm-hmm. of that brand. So, I, I, I mean, kudos to you. That was, yeah, I mean, that's awesome. The word was efficiency. So yeah. they walked away with that. It was kind of bombarded in their mind. And they realized that, you know, jellyfish efficiency, key energy it was all connected. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Trusted roofing and renovation experts. Bacon roofing for all your interior and exterior renovations throughout DFW. BaconRoofing.com. Call 972-772-1999 today. So um, another one, it was a really big activation, was this uh, 80 by 80 for uh, a motorcycle company, right? Yes, that was for uh, Kawasaki, Mm -hmm. who uh, was promoting a a totally new look and feel. They were coming out and and getting into the uh, motorcycle circuit um, multiple shows a year. So um, this particular, again, this particular client, when they first came in, we sat down with them for six hours, two, three-hour sessions to really understand who they are, Mm -hmm. um, all about their brand and, you know, their industry because they're all about power sports. So we sat down. uh, We really got a nice lesson on Kawasaki 101, Mm -hmm. and we developed this exhibit where we utilized their brand and the architecture, um, and it worked out really well. It was all lit up like a giant spaceship but inside not only did it showcase the the various motorcycles but we had uh, several uh, digital engagements and uh, some really cool immersive uh, you know displays Mm -hmm. that's awesome I think one of the pictures you had shown me was their conference area. Um, it was kind of like uh, reminiscent of the Colosseum in Rome. Oh, that was for, yeah, that was for another, that was for one of their annual events that they do mm-hmm. for the dealer meeting. The inspiration was to bring the audience closer. They they, they usually do a very uh, stereotypical stage and set up, you know, stage and seating setup. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we wanted to make it a little more intimate, kind of that 360 wraparound. And the inspiration came from the Roman circus, you know, where they used to kind of take the chariots out. So the thought was that you can bring out the bikes or the vehicles and, you know, people are close to them, within touch to them. So they're part of the action. That's awesome. All right. Well, we are going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsors and we'll be right back. Looking for more powerful ways to expand your reach? Expanse Entrepreneur Trade Show and Expo is back better than ever. Expanse Entrepreneur Trade Show and Expo is coming to Allen, Texas, Saturday, September 28th from 11 to 4.30 at the Hilton Garden Inn off Central Expressway in Allen. Experience over 40 local businesses, sample family-owned restaurants, wine tasting, network during happy hour with local live music. Even showcase your business on OBBM Radio. And that's not all. Discover what the experts are doing to dominate the marketplace when you attend the Expanse Speaker Series 
and learn from four local business celebrities that want you to succeed. Vendor space is now available. Act now to set up under $200. Expanse Entrepreneur Trade Show and Expo is free to the public, but you must register to enjoy all the fabulous freebies and opportunities that await you inside. Expanse Entrepreneur Trade Show and Expo is happening September 28th. Register now on eventbrite.com. All right, we are back. Thank you for joining us. So again, uh, with Costas Varcarados, who is uh, heading up our creative and design department. So we've been talking about experiential design. And I know uh, when we were prepping, you were uh, you had talked about a client you'd worked with in the past. It was a car, Karma? Uh, yeah, it's a fully electric vehicle. Um, you know, main competitor would be like a Tesla. Mm-hmm. So they um, they were planning on exhibiting to at, at Amelia Island, mm-hmm. the concourse out in Florida. What's interesting about it is it's an outdoor exhibit. Uh-huh. Um, it's uh, it's a very interesting company. You know, it's gone through some again reinvention mm-hmm. on their end. But uh, we had an outdoor exhibit where we displayed the vehicle. Uh, many of the parts of the vehicle are recycled. Um, reclaimed oh, woods and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Yeah, they would use driftwood. Actually, it's a very California ah. kind of uh, a based brand. Uh-huh. So we had some driftwood sculptures and you know uh, in the seating areas that we had outside, and then we had the vehicle kind of coming out of the graphic. Uh, it was very successful. It did really well. Very cool. Yeah, I've noticed um, a lot of experiential pop-ups. Like, for instance, um, I saw one last year, I believe. It was a Cheetos restaurant pop-up. And so what they did was they invited a whole bunch of uh, people, and then word got out, and it was only there for, like, a week. But they had a famous chef in, like, you know, from the Food Network, and she made every dish she made had crumbled up Cheetos of some sort mm. in it. And then people ate at the Cheetos pop-up and it was there and then it was gone. So it's kind of like almost, you know, yes, it's an experience, but it's also an exclusive experience to where sure. it, and so it kind of gets into that FOMO, the fear of missing out. So mm-hmm. when it's a pop-up, um, I actually also went to, there's a little bar in Dallas, you know, when Game of Thrones was really big and it kind of already had some of the elements of, you know, castles and stone. And so they just added a whole bunch of elements and named a lot of their cocktails after Game of Thrones characters. And so lo and behold, they took an existing establishment, updated it a little bit and you had an experiential, you know, Game of Thrones pop-up bar. So, you know, you can do it with existing places as well. You'd also talked about a Michelin exhibit. Years ago, we did a a Michelin exhibit Uh in conjunction with an ad agency that worked with them uh, for SEMA out in Mm -hmm. Las Vegas. So it was a really interesting exhibit. It was like a giant horseshoe that kind of uh, graded it, you know, kind of wrapped around and Mm -hmm. it went up. And we had uh, six vehicles on this. It was quite a production um, logistically, uh, a lot of metal construction to hold mm-hmm. it up. And then underneath, they originally wanted a really cool experiential effect where they wanted people to feel like they're in this tunnel and they're, this, this Formula One car kind of drives right through them and the noise and the sound and the oh, wind. Yeah. It was a pretty cool idea. We, we kind of ended up toning that down a little bit, mm-hmm. more of a showroom underneath the, uh, the horseshoe, but uh, it was a very successful exhibit that they use multiple times and, and 
yeah, I think for like three, four years at SEMA. Yeah, that's cool. So this is kind of like a mobile tour type of thing. That was a one time every year at SEMA uh, gotcha. in Las Vegas, yeah. So talking about mobile tours, that's another thing I've noticed that's mm -hmm. really um, getting popular. I know a few years ago we did um, an activation for Riot for League of Legends, their game. And it first started out at PAX. I want to say it was PAX in Boston. And um, it was just a one-time thank you for their to their fans. And what they did was they took the Summoner's Rift map, which was a map in the game, and they took a ballroom, and we actually made it just like the map. And we had f four or five different... Uh, photo opportunity stations. There was a bullet time shot with Baron, which is mm -hmm. the main dragon character in it, um, and you know, holding weapons from the game, things like that. And everyone registered with an RFID chip in their bracelet that they got. And as they walked through the the ballroom or the summoner's rift, if they would scan their RFID, their favorite character might pop up, and it would show like a timeline of how the characters changed over time. Or it would show their favorite weapon and give a whole bunch of information and details about their favorite weapon. And then they'd go through the different photo ops. And at the end, this was the coolest part, is it would take and stitch all of those different photo opportunities together along with a bunch of pre-recorded uh, viewings, uh, clips of the game, of you know, different trailers on TV, et cetera. And so it would stitch it all together and make it look like their own commercial that they were starring in. And it was so successful that they ended up taking it on, I believe, a six uh, city tour. Mm, very and, cool. Yeah, to where, um, and they just took it around the, I think they even went to two countries overseas that we did it, and then I think four or five in the U.S., and um, it was really successful. But to me, that was really, truly an experience. Mm -hmm. And then you got to take something home with you to remember it by, and it was very shareable online, which always helps. What makes a trade show event an experience people remember? Attendees show up for the attractor factor, and if you don't have it, they'll walk away and forget you were there. Work with the experienced team of professionals at the trade group to maximize your marketing dollar in creative, impressive ways that keep them coming back for more. The trade group offers a full range of products and services that meet new budgets with TLC and give experienced exhibitors polish that pays off time and time again. Have an awesome event every time. Set up your consultation today at tradegroup.com. Experiential marketing delivers exceptional attendee participation rates and keeps you top of mind when it's time to buy. Stop by the Carrollton, Texas showroom and discover the possibilities. Trust the trade group. Tradegroup.com for events that draw a crowd. That's tradegroup.com. So what other ways do you see experiential activations taking place? Oh, wow. Um, I mean, all aspects of our lives uh, are really affected by experiences, right? I, I think retail is is a big one. We're mm -hmm. starting to see that explode, you know, where it, it's no longer about just walking in, seeing various garments, um, you know, or, or clothing. It's They want to really reinforce the brand. Right. Um, you'll see climbing walls in some of these sports stores now. Mm -hmm. um, you know, sports, sports activities, uh, restaurants, I mean, healthcare, uh, aviation. You know, we talked a little bit about the automotive industry. 
Um, that, you know, a lot of experiential going on there. Uh, I think digital experiences are allowing us to, to really bring in, um, you know, the AR and the VR technologies in almost every aspect of mm-hmm. our lives nowadays. Um, one of the, probably the most exciting things I've seen is the Tokyo Digital Art Museum in Japan, which is a fully immersive, uh, unique experience with projection mapping and it really combines science and art and technology. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, uh, and actually parts of the natural world too. Yeah, so it's really yeah. cool. Um, so yeah, I think, uh, I mean, everything in one way or another is really being touched by experiential right now. Yeah. Uh, something interesting. I know you talk about AR and VR. There are so many applications for that. Um, I think you were talking earlier about in the healthcare field, you know, someone was laying on, on a bed. Yeah. We had an exhibit where, uh-huh. you know, it was more of like the operating room of the future. Yeah. So it just looked like static architectural properties. But once you put on a HoloLens, um, all of a sudden these properties come alive. They're activated with a patient on the table and a doctor mm-hmm. performing surgery and, and, um, you know, you're, you're, you're kind of like in the virtual and the real world at the same time. So it's right. really cool technology. Oh, yeah. So, you know, and I know we've talked about a lot of big budget and uh, very expensive types of experiential, but you can also do, like we talked about, that 10 by 20 with just the butterflies mm-hmm. and tying in that message. Or I know there's a lot of, you know, touch screens that you can rent or even uh, – we have something called a Retrato little photo booth to take photos that people can, you know, hashtag and share out easily um, on Instagram or Facebook or what have you. So there's a lot that you can do. It's just really more of trying to think through the process and trying to figure out, as you so eloquently put, what is the narrative? What is the story that you want to share and you want to engage and how you want to engage with your audience? Okay. Well, I think that's it. Thank you so much for joining us on Tricks of the Trade. Thank you. Now you're ready for a successful trade show or event. You've been listening to Tricks of the Trade with Stephanie Chavez on OBBM Network Podcast and Apple Podcasts and popular directories. Download the Offbeat Business app to get all Tricks of the Trade podcasts right in the palm of your hand. Each Thursday at 6 p.m. and Saturday morning at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time, discover how to have a successful event every time on Tricks of the Trade.